0: Whatever it takes. I, know I can make it through Hello and welcome or welcome back to Below the deck where we recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi The Next Generation every throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole. I am one of your hosts, Terry McGregor. I am your other host,
1: Chris Sharp. Happy forget my name.
0: <laughs> and welcome back as we recap today, season 2, episode 15, titled Hot for Teacher, but before, as you know, we were we are going to dive into some trivia for Terry. This is the first one we haven't had a trigger warning in so long that I forgot how that second part goes about it.
1: right. Exactly. (laughs) Right. We're just going to do a trigger warning for not having a trigger warning. Sorry. Honestly. All right. So which condiment does Spinner use too much of? Ketchup. Mustard.
0: Oh, I wanted to say ketchup. I mean, I wanted to say mustard so bad. I hate ketchup. That's why I said it. (laughs) Do you? Yes, I do. So much. I just had this conversation today. Um... I just like I don't like the smell of it and I think I've been around it so my sister loves it so I think she used to put every yeah she used to put it on everything growing up and I think that's what also contributed to that so that's funny.
1: Is she to try to put ketchup on eggs? People really be doing that.
0: I think so I think back in the day she did I don't know if she does now but someone had that same question today that was their same reaction they were like yeah (laughs) when people put it on eggs and I was like yeah I think that's what she used to do.
1: I do not put it on eggs. Honestly, she seems like she's too bougie to put it on her eggs now.
0: Yeah, I like, don't that think she seems would like,
1: now. like the dog wanting version of herself used to do, but like now she's probably too bougie for it. Every single time she talks shit about dogs, <laughs> me and our other friend just kind of laugh at her. It's like <laughs> you wanted it. Five years ago you was talking about how you wanted your damn small ass dog and we was all she like mm, it doesn't really fit. Doesn't
0: equate, but okay. I'm glad y'all didn't let her get a dog for no reason. Though.
1: Oh, child. It's like, girl, they, they have to go out. Like, they're more than just, like, a cute accessory. Um, and, like, you don't really like dirt, and mm, they're kind of dirty. You know, th- one thing this man is going to do is interrupt this podcast.
0: Yes, sweetheart. Child. Um,
1: why doesn't Spinner's – nope. Why doesn't Jimmy's mom want Spinner over? Now we got to refocus back to our trivia. Oh,
0: man. I know that was a tangent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it? I'm getting these mixed up in my head. Is it because he pees on the toilet seat? It
1: is.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> Yay. Good job.
0: Yes. There we go. I know. I think I know that too, especially even though I had to think really hard about it because we have a TikTok about that. Shameless plug. Uh, our TikTok is active and slowly growing. So get with it before it's too late
1: i need to keep getting on it myself um i haven't been making a lot of tiktok so i did make that one last week i i kind of like make them more so when i'm inspired i'm like oh god that makes me think of this degrassi sound mm-hmm. Versus just like oh i want to make like a degrassi tiktok a day because it's just you know when the when the move presents
0: itself i make the content and it makes sense because again our tiktok does very well Um, And my partner is trying to have a competition with me about who can get more likes and, like, plays and stuff. And I was like, you have nothing on, Chris. Sorry to break it to you. (laughs)
1: Right. Sorry. You know, I, I do the best I can over here. Thanks.
0: TikTok famous. Anyway, friends. So this is the part of our show where we normally get into Terry's tidbits. But I texted Chris last night to let them know that this was the most boring episode that I had the pleasure of watching. So... I don't have many tidbits, but this is also another random thing that I texted you today. And this goes back to our white wedding episode. I can't remember what we ended up titling that one. But anyway, I was listening to, (laughs) unrelated, listening to Jeanette McCurdy's biography today, or her memoir that came out actually in a podcast, covered it. Shout out to Celebrity Memoir something or other. But I realized that we are not alone in the fact that people are very disgusted that Teenagers are able to have their first kiss on screen. And Jeanette McCurdy, amongst other crazy things, uh, had her first kiss on screen. And she talked about in her book how awkward it was and how terrible it was. So just to revisit that, stop making people do stuff like that. It's not okay. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. Stop. Yeah. I want, we should do a petition. Honestly, we should pull out the Emma card real quick.
1: <laughs> stop making. Child actors have their first experiences on camera. Allow child actors to be children.
0: Give child actors rights. Um, And also, the way that editing is set up now, there's so many ways that you could get away with not having them do it. So, again, refrain, because this is in someone's memoir because it was very traumatic for them. So, that is all I have for tidbits because I'm just going to talk a lot of crap throughout this episode when we recap it because it was an interesting one. So, my friends... Now we will get into our recap of season two, episode 15, titled Hot right. for Teacher.
1: All right. I feel like both Terry and I had the same overall thoughts in this episode, which is that it's boring. think, <laughs> like, why are we here? But Point okay. blank. We're going to do the best that we can with the time that we have to breeze through this um, recap. I just want to say that. I just can't wait for season three. Like we're here because we're here because the background information is important. But every time I just think about season three and the storylines in it, I just, you know, just kind of sadly stare at it from over here on
0: season <laughs> Season two. I'm looking forward to season three.
1: <laughs> right. All right. So this episode is, wow. First note, this episode is kind of meh for me. <laughs> <You> see? <laughs> JT is fooling around during science class in Ms. Hatzalakos while she's out of the room. The scene ends with JT earning one week detention for making the dinosaurs simulate sex acts, which absolutely <laughs> I did not notice this the first time I watched this as a child. I've I've noticed it as an adult, but as a child, had no idea what them dinosaurs were doing. I don't know. I'm a dumbass.
0: No, which, that's so I mean, funny, though.
1: Okay. And by child, I mean, like, teenage child who would most likely have know what these animals are doing i mean there was that one song do you remember that song you and me baby ain't nothing but mammals
0: (laughs) yes i do unfortunately
1: (laughs) all right anyway jt arrives to detention and he's doing that stupid thing that adolescent boys do when they think that their teacher is pretty it's eye roll it's totally the reason why some people are like would you ever work in a high school no and i'm i'm not even saying like for any reason like oh i'm too cute i'm too young first of all no it's not like that but it's like i have enough unfortunate features that it's going to make at least one child say something inappropriate to me and i want nothing to do with that it's gross and that is exactly what jt is doing
0: hmm.
1: the the camera is zoomed in on miss Hatzalakos to show that she's wearing a short skirt with a slip and a tight sweater <laughs> So if you're a boomer, you probably think that his advances are her fault. And I just want to say, is my mother a boomer? I don't know. Her old ass, absolutely she's gonna-I hope she doesn't hear this, she's definitely gonna hear it. She absolutely <laughs> told me she was like, Yeah, she's wearing that tight sweater and those short skirts. And I said, ma'am. Ma'am. So consistent with that. Um but yeah, I just I just think it's gross and I cringe at JT's behavior this entire episode. I and actually I have worked with high school students and like adolescent boys before and yeah, they they will say things because especially cuz I work with students with disabilities who um struggle with some like impulse control whatever where they're saying what's on their mind versus having that filter to hold that in. So yeah, they they do do say things and it's just cringe and uncomfortable for me primarily. So watching this is just <laughs> Bringing back those feelings of disgust.
0: It It is weird, too, because there comes a part where it's just like, our, is Degrassi at this point romanticizing it? Because if you know, you know, and if you don't, you'll find out that this is, like, not the first time. So it's like, I get it because it's a young boy and it's like a crush, but I'll get into it when we get to those parts. But it's just like, it seemed like they were romanticizing it in a sense. But I guess coming from a teacher standpoint, like you're saying, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it's Degrassi, so we know that they take it that extra mile for real, for real.
1: Yeah, I mean, like from my, from like a child like standpoint, I do remember being in fourth grade specifically and having a teacher who people thought was cute, and the teacher, and wasn't necessarily like conventionally cute, but was young, I think, mm-hmm. and so you had. But we all had the filter that we weren't going to do or say anything inappropriate or creepy around that because that's inappropriate, which I also think JT has it as well. He's doing things, but not like overtly to her, but, and, and she's very much like thwarting his advances. It's like, oh, you dropped my, you dropped your pen and she just has no time for him.
0: Right. She's like, actually that's not mine. (laughs) Right. Nice try.
1: right i i loved it but anyway and also i thought that was a stupid thing anyway because the place where jt was standing so he's standing behind her as she's bending over and like not even like bending over obviously not seductively because she's an appropriate teacher she's not one of the other pedophile teachers they have in the school like mr yates or miss o was a creep-ass bitch too but anyway <laughs> so miss h is in the cabinet she's getting something out the cabinet minding her business and JT is in a position where he can basically look at her ass as it is and for whatever reason he drops a pen to pretend that it's hers he's like oh did you drop your pen so she'll have to bend down and pick it up but my thing is that if she were to bend down and pick it up her ass would then be towards the counter so opposite yeah like like where you are right now is the perfect view for what your creep ass wants to do so it didn't really make any sense but anyway. (sighs) <sighs> i guess he's he's an eighth grade boy so what sense yeah make? it's fitting <laughs> we meet the classroom guinea pigs which we never see again and they cryptically comment on how one of the guinea pigs isabella her weight wow she's a big girl their interaction results in jt making a stupid joke that people his age probably found funny but i didn't and neither did miss age While Mr. Simpson is teaching, he tells Sean and Toby all about his, or JT tells Sean and Toby all about his quality time with Miss Hot Sauce. And he wasn't even telling the truth. He's telling her like, he's like, yeah, you know, like the mood was right, blah, blah. And it's like, none of that happened. She was entirely uninterested in you. She didn't find your joke funny. And she didn't pick up that damn pencil.
0: Right. And I made that note too. I was like, this is, it's so absurd for like Sean and Toby to like believe anything that he's saying. Like, I guess, again, young boys, very stupid, sorry, very <laughs> gullible, but, like, you believe that this grown woman is hitting on JT, who, again, didn't know how to spell guinea pig. I don't know if we got there yet, but you think that that's the case? And my other note was, why did they have guinea pigs this one episode? Like, did they have them to dissect them or something wild? Because why do we never see them again?
1: hmm like, Exactly.
0: Because isn't this a science class? So, like, yes. are you going to dissect never- them? Never to, oh.
1: Although, well, I have, speaking of which, well, I guess maybe it could just be a classroom pet, right? That's true. There were several, so that's was throwing me off. I've been trying to convince, well, actually, I I don't know if they're on board with it. I've been trying to convince my bosses (laughs) to let me have a hedgehog. And I think they actually said that it was cool. The problem is that I would obviously have to pay for it myself, and then I'd have to take it home over the summer. And as Mm. my house is right now, I do not have enough room. But once I move and I have a large enough house, I'm going to have a whole hedgehog. and in- OK, this isn't on subject.
0: Plot B. Anything is more interesting than this episode. This is what anyone should take away from this. You right. So <laughs> Spinner is musty. He
1: gets too close to Mr. Armstrong and we see the look on his face. You know, Rue, you really messed up my segue into the sound clip I'm about to include.
0: Uh, no, just, a uh, simple bath. of uh, math.
1: Spinner walks away from Mr. Armstrong, and we hear Ashley and Ellie whispering about his smell. I appreciate Ellie's honesty because... Mm-hmm. Rule number one of puberty, shower every day. The truth may hurt, but in this case, it prevented Spinner from polluting everyone's airspace another day, so...
0: It will set you free. I love Ellie's honesty, and then you just made me realize it meant even more because it was a girl. So he was going to actually do something about it. Whereas I don't don't care what he says, how bad he asks Jimmy to be honest to him. No one was going to tell him he smelled. It had to be a woman for him to make a change. (laughs) Although I
1: would say that, and you know, they actually have a counselor who can see the students. I can imagine from my perspective, somebody calling on me to be like, can someone talk to Spinner? Mm -hmm. Which I think Mm -hmm. that any trusted adult should have the capacity to have that conversation. But I've had many conversations about, so like hmm, showering, let's read this book together. The Pigeon Needs a Bath and talk about (laughs) how this happens, which kind of I hate doing at the elementary level, because a lot of the times you think probably resources or someone supervising or like like you don't want to tell um, a kid you musty if they're literally living out mm-hmm. of their
0: car or right. they don't
1: have access to water or they've got a bunch of people doubled up in their home so they don't have the time or the shower is cold, whatever. So I feel a little bit worse. But in Spinner's case, we know that man's got a shower at home. Right. He's, I think he's got a family of four. Um, I think there is time and energy and I don't think Kendra stinks. So Spinner's musty because he's musty, not because he doesn't have access to water
0: Yeah, and we've had this conversation too. Spinner just looks like a character that smells. Like before (laughs) this episode, we knew he smelled. And even though we watched this episode before, he just looked like someone that smells, and that happens.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this whole incident causes Spinner to ask Jimmy to find out that he smelled the entire week. You can't handle the truth. let me tell you, neither one of these them can handle the truth. And we're about to find out because they make a pact this episode to only tell each other the truth. It doesn't go well. Girl, what you looking at?
0: Rue over here on the patio losing her mind. I'm embr- embracing. I'm waiting for her to bark because I know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad my mama's dogs are gone. Girl, I didn't move my whole setup to watch her on this patio so she doesn't... Uh... I don't need to jump know. off. Yeah, that too. But she would like she knows how to open the door, so she'll get out there. And oh, I, I, I she'll get out there I and did. lock herself out. Did I tell you
1: about that time I accidentally left my cat outside? No. <laughs> Child. So my cat goes down to the patio and she yells at me every morning. And if you don't let her outside, <laughs> she goes downstairs to my husband's rug and she takes a shit on it. So you oh, have to my let her God. out. <laughs> Now, I usually leave the screen door, like I'll open the door and leave the screen door closed. So but so, I mean like you're letting all your hot air out. But I do that so I don't forget. Um this time I forgot. Oh no. So I gathered up the the cooler, the dog, the baby, and I was like, we're going to the dog park. Now when we go to the dog park, the dog park is 30 minutes away.
0: <sighs>
1: um and I'm only gonna I'm gonna stay a good two hours at least once I got there, because I drove two hours. I think that was even the day. That I then, after spending an hour at the park, I then walk the trails, which is about a five-mile walk.
0: Oh, my God. I home,
1: I'm going to say I got home at maybe 1230. I left at maybe 930. Honestly, no, that was probably the day I got home at like 1. So I left at like 930. I got home at 1, 130. And there are all the, I'm coming up the stairs and there's all these flies in the house. Not because my cat is dead and rotting, but because I come up to the second floor and I notice the patio, the sliding door is wide open. So my cat out on the patio, it's 90 degrees outside, no
0: water access out there,
1: was smart enough to open the screen door and get her <gasps> ass
0: back in the house. That is crazy.
1: Yeah. But um I I would like to say I've never made that mistake again. I have since put water out on the patio.
0: Smart. Look, the cat got survival skills and that's all you could be proud of in this moment. Like it's great.
1: I'm just trying to say, where do her ancestors come from? So <laughs> girl, sometimes it's no water back in the Sahara Desert. I don't know. <laughs> Please do not call PETA. Don't, right? don't call the pledge. Don't call Noami. I take care of my cat. We have plenty of litter boxes, food, water all over the house. This one day, I happened to accidentally forget her outside. And mind you, it was because she shits on my rug. Anyway, <laughs> back to Plot A. This a boring-ass episode. Miss Hotslokos tells JT that Isabelle is pregnant. Oh my God, color me surprised. JT v- volunteers to do additional research so that he can find a way to help her throughout her pregnancy. He even gives up his lunch hour to research G I N Y. Guinea pigs. 2022, Google would have helped him out. In fact, actually, let me go try searching guinea pigs and see, spelling it his way.
0: I'm yes. almost positive. Yeah, it yes. probably just goes to it. Yes, can confirm.
1: It does correct it for you. But you know, the net back in that time did not have that skills.
0: They had Later. enough skills to be sending anonymous emails, though. Okay. <laughs>
1: Priorities. Uh, you ain't wrong. All right. So later at class, Miss Hatzalakos is teaching her class about balloons and charges when she's called from the room. Sean and Toby gasp JT up to the point where he ends up reverting to his class clown days. They call JT Liberty for taking class too seriously. And speaking of Liberty, she's been referenced twice in this episode, but I haven't seen her. Anyway. Where is she at? I don't know. But JT puts the balloons under his shirt and he ends up playing around with Toby and he has Toby simulate m- motorboating. Ms. Hatzalakos returns and she's very disappointed. And honestly, I think she's just way too defended. Like she's doing a lot and it's just, that's just not how I work. Re- like she actually gives the impression of having her feelings hurt. And I think mm. this works for a teacher like Miss Hatzalakos because they seem to respect her and they respect her opinion. But that can also go either or. You, I've seen so many teachers, you know, let students know that they can hurt their feelings and depending on the age, particularly this one, if they don't also have the respect for you, they're just going to take that advantage and try to make you cry on purpose.
0: Oh, that is so true. I mean, that that's true too. What you're saying, though, because everyone in this episode noticed that JT gave a little bit of a care in the world over these damn guinea pigs because Miss H. So right, because when we think about it, like he ended up in detention for doing some something very similar. I mean, Toby motorboating him was wild. But <laughs> he did something similar with those skeletons, so like it's not surprising, but I can see why she could take that route too and be like, actually yes, I'm very disappointed and we find out why. I mean, because she said he's intelligent, all these other things, but yeah. but he only he cared had- about anything because it had to do with Miss H. Right. I don't know. I just anyway, it worked. But anyway, JT
1: finds her later and he apologizes and she's unmoved by his apology. <laughs> He then goes on this speech, as you just said, to JT to explain that he's smart and he wastes his intelligence on being the class clown, which is valid. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever. JT, who is wearing a green shirt with orange pants, offers to transfer from his cl- her class. And I don't understand how this is an option, but Miss Hatsulaka basically tells him, do you, boo, and he leaves the scene.
0: <laughs> right. How do you just decide that he could switch his schedule because... She- She's upset with him. I'm pretty sure that principal or anybody in their right mind would be like, no, <laughs> like, just stop being right. stupid.
1: <laughs> you you should, right. You need to learn how to exist and work in her class without disrespecting her. Like, that's on you. You're gonna have to repeat that class over or whatever's wrong. Because plenty of students have, or Degrassi students have tried to transfer. I'm speaking specifically of Paige trying to transfer when she was in that one pedophile teacher's class. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you're gonna have to do this over. It's too late in the year. And
0: that's not possible. So I'm, anyway. I mean, also, last point, let's be real. There's five teachers. There's no other class for you to go to. Right. (laughs) Was not happening, but okay. And I mean, it's also like, again, JT only really excels when he's interested in the teacher, it seems. So I don't know how far that's going to get him. (laughs) Yes.
1: Where are we? Um, Plot B. Ashley, in her purple eyeshadow, reads her poem to the class. Jimmy and Spinner mimic oh, I guess theoretically you could have give a trigger warning for this moment. But anyway, they mimic slitting their wrists at the end, which inspires Miss mm. Kwan to call on him for his opinion. Did you see that scene?
0: No, that totally slipped. This is when Ashley
1: is speaking. Yeah, I think that they cut it from the episode that aired originally on the end, the way that they usually censor things, mm-hmm. but if you're not paying attention or not staring at the screen, it's a very brief clip where Spinner and, and JT or Jimmy kind of like look at each other and laugh, and sim- and he simulates that. Which her poem is very dark and, and gloomy, so I As see we know what her it, to
0: become mm-hmm.
1: right. Um, but because they're laughing, Miss Kwan he, like hears them and her attention is brought to them, and she calls on him for his opinion. For whatever reason, Jimmy is now obligated to tell Ashley the truth, even though his pact is only with Spinner, so I don't understand how Ashley factored into this. He does it, she's offended, but then later she thanks him for his honesty. This then inspires Spinner to tell Jimmy that it, it's stupid for him and Ashley to get back together because Jimmy is entirely whipped by Ashley, which is funny when you get to season three because the roles entirely reversed, but we're not there yet. Spinner also, Spinner,
0: literally, and I was just going to say, Spinner has still had it out for Ashley since everything happened, Uh, season finale of season one. And I he get it.
1: never liked Ashley.
0: Right? I can get it from a standpoint, too, where it's like, if me and my friend, I have a really good friend and she breaks up with someone, I'm not going to like your ex-significant partner. Like, easy, duh. But it's also just like, making him be honest to her was coming from a place of Spinner wanting her to be hurt.
1: Like, right. <laughs> But you know what? I be talking shit about Spinner, but he not wrong on his distaste for Ashley Kerwin. And she stay fucking up. And she come back and she fuck right. up again and again. And I did not forget about Tell Me Lies,
0: Ashley Kerwin. <laughs> we will never forget. What a good There's a TikTok moment. for that.
1: <laughs> Later that day, Terry finds Jimmy writing an honesty list about Spinner. Jimmy stayed after school for this list. That's how serious it was.
0: <sighs> Dedication. And I'm going
1: to tell you, I'm going to tell y'all what's on the list that starts at number six because we can't see one through five. The hair. Always late. Picks teeth in public. Talks in movies. Clumsy. Makes stupid jokes. Not funny. Thinks he's all that. Uses way too much mustard. Never washes gym clothes. Cheap. So for, I mean, again, we said Spinner seemed dirty and look, he don't ever wash his gym clothes. And uh, honestly, they all seemed like valid complaints.
0: Honestly. (laughs) And
1: it's just, it all adds up. And see, Terry, I think we, yeah, we talked about how um, we understand, we don't understand why Paige wanted him in the first place. This man picks his teeth in public, talks to the movie, (laughs) he be musty, ugh, anyway, Back to plot A. JT goes to detention only to find that Isabella has gotten out of her crate. He rushes to find Miss Hatzalakos and she's intent on being on her way out. She's like, look, I gotta go. Rightfully so. Unfortunately, Degrassi doesn't pay these teachers enough because Miss Hatzalakos runs back in the building to save Isabella. The way that the guinea pig would have, that way, oh, that's what I said. I said, said, the way that guinea pig would have been on her own, because I would have left her. Okay. But Look. I guess maybe she's maybe she spent some money on that.
0: I don't know. I mean, that's true. Maybe she did actually have to buy those guinea pigs too. Um, Yeah, the drama that they made of this guinea pig thing was so funny to me because it was so over dramatic. Like, okay. And like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I was going to say, why was he going back in the room? He was going back to clean it up. So never mind because he had detention. But again, the drama over this guinea pig I would have went home too.
1: Mm-hmm. Where was I? Anyway, so Isabella goes under the cabinet at the risk of rat poison or something. And JT makes stupid small talk about some words that don't make sense. Quicksand works slowly. Quicksand doesn't even exist. I mean, like, I, I think it does, but not in the sense of, like, you getting sucked into it. So whatever. Miss H is evidently amused by this. So she asked JT. So JT asks if he should give up his dreams of becoming a vet or a comedian or something.
0: You should do exactly what it is that you want to do, but make sure you graduate from school first.
1: That clip and advice doesn't age well. If you oh, know you, no, honey. If you don't know, you're going to find out. Mm. I
0: have the I same thought.
1: That's like, sad. Mm, mm. Okay. JT puts on some smooth jazz and he dims the lights and then Isabella comes out and he saved the day. That's how little I cared about that plot honestly at the end of the episode jimmy is telling spinner about his list and spinner unsurprisingly gets offended by it they go back and forth until spinner rides away on the school bus jimmy and spinner decide that spinner's honesty idea sucked and they decide not to be honest anymore much to poor miss kwan's misfortune (laughs) because now she's got ink all over her mouth and no one wants to tell her
0: that is childish Mm -hmm. that's the end of my episode
1: (laughs) any questions comments or concerns?
0: Um, that was oh. I, the one note I made is that Jimmy should have listened to anyone who'd be willing to tell him that his haircut was horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, it's fascinating that Drake walks around with his micro braids and barrettes when his hair used to look like this, and oh he God. should really try to oh put thought into it these days. Humble beginnings,
1: girl. Humble beginnings.
0: Oh, but we don't learn, child, because who told him to put them beads at the end of his head? Um. Oh, and then <laughs> me and my partner watched some of this episode, and he was like, when did she go goth, referring to Ashley? And then we both were like, how does Ashley have a better edge up than Jimmy in this episode?
1: <laughs> God, girl, you didn't need to do him like that. You didn't need to do it like that. <laughs>
0: Oh, that was the best thing I got out of this entire episode, I have to say. Shout out to you, Drake. Sponsor this podcast. Wear all the barrettes you want in your hair. But we all know Jimmy did have some humble beginnings. Oh,
1: God. His, his hairline. In fact, honestly, I don't think his hairline ever really gets better throughout the series. He does end up wearing his hair short. But maybe in like, the last season, he finally gets like a decent fade.
0: It took until then for him to get a good haircut.
1: He truly looks like he went to like Great Clips. Do they have Great Clips in Canada? They probably do. Great Clips Canada. Uh, It looks like they do have Great Clips in Canada. They (laughs) have 4,200 salons throughout the United States and Canada, making it the world's largest salon brand yeah that's where jimmy got his hair cut up absolutely um for my episode moral i said leave woman alone even though that's definitely not the intended moral but like please um <laughs> also as far as the honesty part i think that the rule is to only tell someone something if it can be fixed within five minutes so if you're out uh. and they stink Or like whatever, like you're only going to tell them if it can be fixed in five minutes and then otherwise maybe like in advance. I think you do owe your friends the truth depending on the, the, I guess, bond you have and the purpose of telling them. But like Spinner and Jimmy's way about going about it wasn't it. So sometimes you can just keep your mouth shut and accept your friend's quirk. You don't always have to be honest. Like Spinner using too much mustard on his hot dogs definitely could have, could have gone away or like you didn't need to say that but picking his nose and and, or picking his teeth in public talking (laughs) through the movie not washing his gym uniform those are things that you should absolutely say to your friend and when he stinks you should let him know oh it's the end of the day hey make sure you go home and take a shower because you you stink today
0: truthfully yes when it can actually benefit them just telling them things just to say it like terry was right and i think that's the reason i wrote that moral is just like there's a difference between honesty and constructive criticism so
1: right it's like you're being mean like this this is just being mean with the intended intention of hurting each other which is what spanner was doing you said earlier he just wanted jimmy to tell the truth because he wanted ashley to be hurt (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so that's not the type of honesty that we're going for you're supposed to be honest for a way to help people and and i and i feel like you should only be honest on a certain thing once. If you mm. said something, look, I done told you your man dirt. We all know your man is dirt. you going to stay <laughs> with his dirty ass. That's cool. I've said it. I don't need to say it again. End. Yeah. You, don't I don't need to tell you record. every time I see you, your man sucks. Right. Because nobody wants to hear that. Look, I know that I'm with my man and he ain't shit. Let me be with my ain't shit man in peace. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what yeah. most people want. And that's and that's how Lauren ended up losing Heidi as a friend. Cause she ran her mouth too much about his raggedy ass. And who did Heidi check, pick? Spencer. Sorry, this is a, a reference to the
0: Hills. It took me way too long to realize what you were talking about.
1: You know what? I realized <laughs> that you know everyone wasn't invested in that era.
0: I was not, but I did recently watch um an interview of Spencer on call her daddy podcast
1: and he was spilling all the tea
0: but yes i mean yes again only when it can be fixed or it is actually beneficial and don't repeat it if it's not changing if your friend wants to keep picking their teeth in public don't go out with them in public but let them do what they do
1: right i also think that that's another thing that you have to take into consideration. At what point in time are you going to change your actions? They pick their teeth in public. They talk through the movie. Don't go out with them. I've right. out all these people before, and when they're cheap on the tip, I'm not playing that game anymore. I just won't go out to eat with you anymore.
0: Right? Don't embarrass Listen. me. I'm not going to let you embarrass me.
1: Right. If you're super like picky or you're demanding, this is someone who I don't want to go out with anymore, and that's fine. We can still be friends. Friends who do not go out to dinner. Hmm. Can you it all see goes me? down? Yeah. All goes I'm trying down. to separate my titties
0: relatable content but yes it all uh comes down to uh setting boundaries friends we talk about that all the time communication boundaries and honesty and these dogs are going ham but yes that's all i got for this oh my goodness the drama
1: they try to hear the t too. next on degrassi jimmy and sean decide to bury the hatchet for the basketball team meanwhile Emma and sean are a couple again but the latter finds himself unable to handle the pressure at home and jeopardize their relationship Once again. Also, Jimmy hosts a party at his house and starts rekindling some old feelings with Ashley. That wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username Below the Dot. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts, or email us at whateverittakes385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back on your airways this time next week.